Now there's two things that I want to draw your attention toward. The first is look back at verse 3. Though fear had come upon them because of the people of those countries, that is those that are around Israel, they set the altar on its bases and they offered burnt offerings on it to the Lord, both the morning and evening burnt offerings. Now there were three times a year that the Hebrew men were expected to make a pilgrimage journey to Jerusalem. So upon their return to Israel, what we see is that they did not delay in their obedience to these feasts. Keep in mind that the children of Israel were in their cities. So they weren't already in Jerusalem. They were in the cities that they had come from in the nation of Israel. Now, imagine this. They had spent months on this journey coming back from Babylon. They finally get to their new cities, their homes, and they're throughout Israel, 50,000 of them in fact, and they're finally getting their houses in order. They're finally getting some some things set up and, and kind of where they need to be. But understand this, they were extremely vulnerable to the countries around them. They were extremely vulnerable to those that lived nearby. In fact, we even see what we just read, verse 3, that they feared them. However, I want you to notice how they responded to their concern of threat from the other nations. They left their homes and went to Jerusalem. That seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? It seems like, what would we do? If, if we felt threatened and we felt that our home was threatened by the nations around us, we would do what? We would do everything that we could to protect our home. We would stay home and guard it, watch it, make sure that our family was protected. But in fact, they left their homes, very vulnerable, and went to Jerusalem. Why? I believe the answer is because they recognized that that was protecting their home. When they went to Jerusalem and made this offering and said, Lord, we're going to be obedient to you because we recognize that every single time we're disobedient to you, that's when we're invaded. So we're going to be obedient to you. And we're going to head to Jerusalem. And we're going to participate in this Feast of Tabernacles. And they left their homes and headed toward Jerusalem. They didn't make excuses as to why they couldn't come. They could have said, listen, Lord, we're extremely vulnerable to the nations around us and we need to protect our homes and our families. But instead, they said, because we fear the nations around us, we're not going to be disobedient to the Lord again. We will honor him first and he will protect us from the nations. Let me ask, what about you? What about you? Putting God first in your life will bring you the safety that you desire. In fact, the safest place that you can be is in the obedient worship to the Lord. The second thing that I want you to notice is the time of year. Look at verse 4. It says, they also kept the Feast of Tabernacles 
Now, this is September, October time frame for us. As it is written, and offer the daily burnt offerings in the number required by the ordinance for each day. Now, as I mentioned, there are three pilgrimage festivals, three times in which they're to make a journey to Jerusalem. All of the men of ancient Israel were expected to travel and observe these holidays. Let me tell you what these three are, and let me tell you the significance of each one of them briefly. The first one is what we might call the feast or festival of Passover. Jesus fulfilled Passover perfectly. Passover is that time just before, uh, just before what we celebrate as Easter. It's that time period where uh, the lambs are brought to Jerusalem and they're examined and the sacrificial lambs can have no fault in them. Jesus fulfilled this perfectly as he too went under several trials, multiple trials, each one declaring that they find no fault in him. Jesus fulfilled the feast of Passover at the feast of Passover. The second one is the feast or festival of Pentecost. Sometimes it's called the festival of weeks. This one occurs 50 days after the resurrection or what is called the first fruits. Now Jesus was upon resurrection is described as the first fruits. That he, he is the first fruit of the resurrection. And this marks the church's time for evangelistic harvest. The whole point of the, the Feast of Weeks, the whole point of the Feast of Pentecost is that 50 days after the first fruit is now a huge celebration because now it's time for, for us to, to, to seek a harvest, to make sure that there is a harvest for us to reap. So there's going to be a season. It's, it's that beginning moment of time of harvest. Now, for us, we recognize this is the beginning of the church. The church uh, began at Pentecost. The Holy Spirit came and moved among them. And we see the beginning of the church, a time for evangelistic harvest. But one day, the evangelistic harvest comes to an end. One day, we will no longer be able to share our faith with others. Why? Because there will be another feast, the fall festival, the Feast of Tabernacles. The third feast, the one that is mentioned here in Ezra. The festival or Feast of Tabernacles or booths is a time when the, the, the Israelites, the Hebrew people, would come together and instead of living in their homes, they actually lived in tents or little makeshift booths sometimes out on their patios. It was a fall festival, so to speak. And it indicates that the time of harvest has come to an end. It is really the most celebratory of all three of them because they get to see the fruit of their labor. Now, it's fascinating to me because when I consider the fact that these guys... As Ezra is writing, and he is telling us the first one that they observed is the Feast of Tabernacles, in the timeline of things, here's where it falls. 
We know that creation obviously has taken place. We know that they have sinned. But I want you to notice what happens. When, when does the Feast of Tabernacles take place? It falls directly between redemption and restoration. The Feast of Tabernacles falls directly between redemption and restoration. We have been redeemed by Christ. Ezra, his, the people, of, uh, the, the Hebrew people, they have been redeemed. They have been brought out of exile. But the foundation has not yet been restored. And they're already beginning what? They're already beginning to celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles, which falls right in between. So here's my question. The prophet of Zechariah, he tells us that one day all believers are going to celebrate the final Feast of Tabernacles. It's, it's that moment, it's, it's the time for evangelistic harvest that will come to an end. And we're going to celebrate that great harvest of souls. So it's important to place your faith in Christ before the Feast of Tabernacles begins with the sounding of trumpets.